the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Christy Stratton, accredited divorce coach. Hi, friends. This week, we wrap up a series called Navigating Divorce Differently that aired in 2020. Our guests provided such important insight into the divorce process that we wanted to share it again. It's our intent to help you save your marriages. But if that can't be done, then we want to help you walk the path of divorce as your best self. Today, we focus on that as we talk about courageous Christianity in divorce. You'll hear an important message. Please join us. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Everybody's been down, hit the bottom, hit the ground. Ooh, you're not alone. Just take a breath, don't forget, hang on to his promises. He wants you to know you're Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational and informational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guests will bring you important insights and information, helping you make better decisions through this process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, and give you hope. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now. And here's your host, Christy Stratton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Stratton, and I'm so excited that you are here with us today. If this is the first time you're joining us, a very, very special welcome to you. And if you're back with us again this week, welcome to you, too. And thank you all so much for listening. This show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing because it can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. We're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice. We are here to walk the path with you wherever that may lead, and we bring you specialists who can help you make better decisions during this time provide you information and resources, give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst and give you hope. Friends, I have a treat for you. Well, I have two. First, this is a bonus episode and the eighth in the Navigating Divorce Differently, Exploring the Choices Along the Path series that we've been on. And second, We have a very special guest with us, and you will find out who that is in just a moment. Actually, I have another treat. And really, no offense to our guest, it really is the best, best, best treat. Because in this bonus episode, we are going to talk about God. We are going to talk about Scripture. And we're going to talk about courageous Christianity in divorce. And so this series wouldn't be complete without taking a look at divorce through the lens of Christianity, through the lens of faith. And today's guest 
is here to help us do that. Today's guest is the host of Courageous Christianity with Richard Mindelo. What could be more perfect than to have the host here himself with us? So if you've listened in before, you may have heard Richard as a guest. He's joined us several times to talk about his experience, his experience in divorce. Today, he joins us in a different capacity and one as the host of Courageous Christianity with Richard Mindelo. Also on Saturdays, as well here on this station, 100.7 FM KKHT at 1030 AM. Richard, a new hat you're wearing here today. Well, you're not really wearing a hat, but you're back and Courageous Christianity, welcome. Hi. Good Hi. afternoon. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Glad you're here. And we're going to talk about things a little differently today. Right. We're going to talk about Courageous Christianity, looking at divorce through the lens of faith through Christianity. Um, but first, I want to learn a little bit. I want the listeners to learn a little bit more about Courageous Christianity with Richard Mindelow, the show that's on. Thank you. Uh, I have to preface my comments by saying that as a colonel still serving in the Marine Corps Reserves, these are my personal views and they do not necessarily represent the Department of Defense or the Department of the Navy. I have to make that very important disclaimer. Uh, another disclaimer I think I would offer is I'm not a pastor. Right. I am a regular guy who loves God, loves Jesus, and read my Bible and strive on a daily basis to be the man that he wants me to be. And so uh, going through my divorce was difficult. And um, I just want to say all those things up front because we bring everything that we are to what we do. We do. And you've been, you've been on the show in different capacities. You've spoken to your experience going through divorce. You went through collaborative divorce and, and talked about that with your attorney, Craig Haston. You've been on the show to help me talking about giving hope to the listeners. Um, the show on December 28th that aired in 2019, you'll be okay. We've talked about um, even perspectives of uh, one of the things I know you've shared a lot is lines of operation as it relates to divorce and kind of walking through it using your military right. background today, yeah. really having you come in from, although you're not a pastor, you are a um, very well-read student of the Bible and Courageous Christianity has um, started this year, uh, beginning of the year, and you look at uh, Christianity through a different lens. Right. A um, couple of interesting points. I'm a Jew who believes in Jesus. So mm -hmm. I look at Christianity from that perspective, kind of coming at it from the Old Testament looking forward, as opposed to somebody who is born into Christianity and starts with the New Testament and looks back. That gives me a slightly different perspective. Yeah, I'll say. I spent most of my adult life in the military. Uh, I joined the Marines when I was 17. They paid for me to go to college, and I was on active duty 10 years, and then I've been in the reserves. Uh, numerous combat deployments. So I look at everything from the perspective of the military and war. And when you put faith together with uh, that military perspective— and reading the Bible from the Old Testament forward, mm -hmm. 
I come at everything from the standpoint of this is a struggle on this planet. It's it's war. Uh, that war began in the third chapter of the Bible, and it goes throughout the Bible. And so I look at faith not as something we do for an hour on Sunday, but as uh, who and what we are as we come to this place and try and navigate a good walk. Right, and there's that word navigate, and we've been in that series, and that's right. so perfect. Here's to navigating a good walk as Christians. Um, I heard in there, um, and I, and I know a little bit about the show because I also am your wingman on right. it. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so, right, and you're a very good wingman. <laughs> well, thank you very much. And I know one of the things that I've learned about the show is that, um, you know, different perspective, Jew who's looking at uh, Christianity, but also the military background. And something I didn't know about is that kind of that spiritual battlefield or that spiritual battleground. That's exactly right. I do believe spiritual warfare is a very real thing. Yeah. I think if you look around the world, even today, and you see some things that just don't seem possible, you have to believe that there is some other force. And then when you read the Bible, you come face to face with the fact that there is some other force. And it's about spiritual warfare, and it's about uh, the devil's attempts to overthrow God's sovereignty and establish a kingdom for himself. And in his effort to do that, as we uh, have talked about before, it's a unique kind of warfare called irregular war, and it's a fight for legitimacy and influence over a specific population, and uh, it relies heavily on lies and uh, half-truths. And so when you look at society and the world around us, we see so much of that, these we do, and especially in marriage, and and that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on as the uh, as our guest in this bonus bonus episode, the eighth show of this series, exploring our choices along the path. Because I think, as I said in the opener, uh, it wouldn't be complete without looking at divorce through the lens of faith. Um, but I think in order to look at divorce through the lens of faith, we have to look at marriage first. And as we're talking about spiritual warfare, um, I'm just wondering, uh, that that's coming to my mind. That can be a battlefield. Absolutely. Genesis chapter one, God creates the universe. Right. Chapter two, he creates man, woman, and marriage. Yeah. Chapter three. The second sentence, the devil begins his attack. Right. And so I believe that uh, man and woman in marriage is the building block of God's kingdom. Yeah. And it's foundational. Everything comes from that partnership and that union. And uh, we bring different things to it. uh, Men have certain things that uh, prepare them for the task to lead their their uh, families. And women have the special gift of heart and speaking heart. And sometimes I think uh, have a better time hearing God who also happens to speak heart. And, you know, men can sometimes be in their heads a little bit. But the bottom line is that 
one chapter after that was created, the devil begins his attack on family. And, and I think uh, we marriage. have to look at that because one of the things that we're here about on the uh, on this show, the Divorce Coaching Hour, is if you're considering divorce. And so in this first segment, I want to make sure we're we're speaking to um, much of what we have spoken about uh, throughout this series is looking at divorce eyes wide open. And maybe, in fact, you want to look at the fact that you are walking on um, a spiritual battleground and yes. you want to recommit to your marriage, um, go to your pastor, go to your church, find a way to save the sanctity of that marriage. Realize that it's the devil that is attacking that we're going to step into in the second and the third segments, um, the courageous Christianity perspective of going through a divorce. But I think it's imp- important to just remind the listeners again, that um, again, going along with the show, considering divorce in the midst of our coming out of it is first and foremost is do what you can to protect, save and save that marriage. And I think even seeing right there, realizing the third, what'd you say? The third sentence, <laughs> the right second there. sentence of the third chapter. And it's right. absolutely right. You've, you've hit on something so important and that is the context of everything. Yeah. The, the backdrop where is this struggle taking place? Right. And it's taking place on a battlefield that was here long before you. It's going to be here long after us. And so a lot of what's happening is not necessarily you doing it to me or me doing it to you. It's us being caught up in circumstances that are being manipulated as part of this overarching struggle. So realizing it realizing it can be circumstances. We're going to talk more about that. As I mentioned, we're going to be going into looking at divorce and walking courageously through that. But, um, you know, stay with us. I think you'll get some things out of this. We've got Richard Mendelo here with us, the host of Courageous Christianity. Stay with us. Don't miss it. Well, that's the chance we take. A divorce can change your whole world, including your financial picture. The more you know and the better you understand your options, the more likely you are to make sound financial decisions. Learn how to build a solid financial strategy today that may help you provide greater security and flexibility in the future. Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor Gary Wolf can help. Contact Gary Wolf today at 281-362-4706 to get started. That's 281-362-4706. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, Morgan Stanley, its affiliates, and Morgan Stanley Financial Advisors do not provide legal advice. Clients should consult their attorney for legal matters. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. 
There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. Hi again, friends. We're wrapping up a series called Navigating Divorce Differently that aired in 2020. Our guests provided such important insight into the divorce process that we wanted to share it again. We want to help you save your marriage, but if that can't be done, then we want to help you walk the path of divorce as your best self. Today, we focus on that as we talk about courageous Christianity in divorce. Stay with us for this important message. So long to shame. Walk through the sorrow, out of the fire, into tomorrow. And I'm getting confused. I don't know which show I'm on, Courageous Christianity or the Divorce Coaching Hour. We're back with Richard Mendelo, and I am blessed to be his wingman on Courageous Christianity. We've been in this series called Navigating Divorce Differently, exploring our choices along the path, and... I thought it was important to have this bonus episode to look at divorce through the lens of faith. And I couldn't think of anyone better than to have on um, uh, the show with me. Richard's been on the show several times, this time in the capacity as the host from Greatest Christianity. And we're looking at uh, right now in the first segment, we were looking at marriage. I thought it was important to look at marriage first because the show the divorce coaching hour show is about looking at divorce, but first considering divorce in the midst of it or coming out of it. And in considering one of our first goals is to help you realize that maybe the marriage isn't broken. Maybe um, there is spiritual warfare going on and taking a look at that and trying to uh, repair that doing what is necessary there before walking into a a lawyer's office or what have you. And so um, you mentioned in the first segment, we talked about spiritual warfare and we talked about um, in Genesis chapter three, how the devil attacked marriage and, and you mentioned a word context. And I just want to make sure we break that down a little bit more as it relates to spiritual warfare and marriage and the, the breaking up of a marriage. What did you mean by that? Okay, if you see a bunch of guys dressed up in uniforms on a grassy field banging each other up, you might not understand what's going on. But if I say to you they're playing football, now instantly your brain is in the right place and you realize the context is football. Right. And what we forget as we live in this world is that the context is the devil's struggle against God. And so a lot of what we see all around us can be confusing. 
we cannot understand why this person's acting this way and so forth. But if we just say to ourselves, the context of this is spiritual warfare, then things kind of drop into place and you see, oh, well, that person might be acting in a certain way, but it's not really them. They're being manipulated. Right. And so if you look at a lot of the craziness that's going on, you think that a lot of these people are being manipulated. And we think they're being manipulated by other people on earth. But the same is true in the spiritual realm where those manipulators are being manipulated by spiritual forces. And so Ephesians chapter 6 talks about the spiritual struggle. It says, our struggle is not against the flesh and blood, but against the powers in the dark world and the rulers and so forth. Meaning the context, the backdrop, the foundation is this battlefield. It's interesting when you say that and put it in that perspective, it almost takes, it feels like it takes the um, focus off of the person. Absolutely. And and in a weird way, I'm getting that, that it actually could unify a couple, that it's not just, you know, you being a certain way or me being a certain way. There is actually a darker force at attacking. I mean, some of the first words of the Bible, you know, were about that I, I think it's very important as you as you said that um genesis chapter one god created the universe chapter two he created man woman and marriage and the next thing you know bamo the, the devil's devil attacking but we think it's the other person attacking yeah you're just being uh ugly to me um my pastor actually said something this week pastor steve dennis with uh the light uh in conroe I was talking about somebody had sent me a nasty message. Mm. And he said, don't think of him it as this person sending Richard Mendelo a nasty message. Think of it as their spirit attacking your spirit. Mm. And I know this can sound really weird because we are a, what we see. Right. We see the world and we see buildings and we see cars and we think that we're more in control than we really are. Right. And so then when crazy stuff happens that makes no sense or it doesn't seem real, we don't understand it because we're thinking, oh, yeah, I'm in control of this and this is all me. So what could have happened here? Right. But when you look at divorce and the pain of a marriage gone wrong, Jesus talks about being equally yoked Mm -hmm. in marriage. Uh, Paul talks about being equally yoked. And the scripture that says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, Mm -hmm. for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. So being yoked means being firmly fixed, attached to Jesus, falling in alongside him, He does all the decision-making and all the thinking. He gives you all the rules, and you just walk next to him peacefully. So if we are equally yoked, it means that I'm responding to Jesus, his leadership. We like to think of him as a Savior, but we forget that he is a Lord first, Lord and Savior. So to me, being a military guy, he is the rule giver. Mm-hmm. He tells me my rules of engagement. That's where my ethics come from. Ethics are about how we do business. So if we are equally yoked, then we're always going to be moving in parallel. We'll be moving in parallel with Jesus. And so 
a spiritual attack happens. Now somebody is no longer in parallel. Maybe neither of us is in parallel. And so it becomes very difficult to have this union, which on a strategic level is the building block of God's kingdom. Right. And so if it's coming apart, we must take this very seriously. This is no joke. And so when we look at what's happening, maybe it's that this spirit is attacking your spirit. Maybe it's that somebody is no longer responding to the ethics of Jesus. Um, Maybe it's that both parties are uh, not submitted. And then we have trouble. We're no longer in parallel. Yeah, I think it's a good way to, to look at it. And with one of, again, one of the goals is to help people look at the lay of the land first, the eyes wide open. Maybe there's an opportunity to save the marriage. And we've talked about different people you go to, objective people um, to talk with about what's going on, not friends and family uh, talking about your, your marriage. We, uh, and so in that sense, uh, a pastor would be a great place to go to uh, if, if the, the marriage is unraveling, so to speak. But it's interesting as we move forward, think, beginning to think about um, stepping into divorce, if that's the decision that you've made, you've gone to the pastor, you've gone to the objective um, people in your life, you've really taken it apart, you've looked at it and you're like, okay, so maybe we weren't equally yoked from the very beginning of our relationship and we did not have the foundation for us to stay in this marriage. I'm going to um, now leave the marriage and I'm going to go through divorce. And while I often say this, I don't know, I don't know that I know anyone who's ever gone to the altar and said, Oh, I'll just, you know, get divorced. If Well, they might say I'll just get divorced if it doesn't work out sadly, but I don't think people go there thinking I'm getting married to get divorced. Right. So it's a sad thing and it's a tough thing. And so I'm always thinking about the listeners and, So if the marriage can't be saved, how then do we begin to take, you know, walk through this process as a courageous Christian, as we dissolve a marital union? Well, I think that's one of the places where the context of combat helps us, because in combat, we have very strict rules of engagement. Mm -hmm. And so let's say that this marriage, this union is walking on this battlefield and forces come against it that it can no longer endure and uh, nothing has helped. So now we are at the place of a divorce. Well, that's like a firefight. That's like an engagement with the enemy. And it's not a free for all. Right. Because lots of innocents will get hurt. Yeah. And there'll be lots of collateral damage. And uh, buildings will get destroyed. Yeah, we don't do need come to at it like a firefight. Exactly. So if we've got to that place where it took two people to get married, it takes two people to uh, end a marriage. Right. And so if we say that in the failure of this marriage, we have made a mistake. Okay. Then let us not now compound it. And make more. By entering this firefight with no rules of engagement. Because we've already made this one mistake. 
now our job is to minimize the negative impact of that mistake on God's kingdom. So if you're talking to all your friends about what a horrible person this, uh, your spouse is, well, you're talking about your children's father or you're talking about your children's mother. That's not appropriate. All you're going to do is add conflict to God's kingdom, add conflict to God's universe. Talk about your children's parents. This is so destructive. And so I believe by viewing it as we failed, let's not fail twice. Let's let's do this with integrity, with rules of engagement. Let's do our very best. Uh, it's so important. It's it's so important, and I'm hearing everything from combat to rules of engagement and a firefight, which you might wonder, okay, how does this go around with with divorce? But if you liken it to what I've heard you say is the words that are coming out of our mouth, choosing, being intentional with those things, with integrity. And so there needs to be some rules of engagement. And in fact, doing so, tying it back to courageous Christianity, that is courageous, not letting that, the devil attack there, even ourselves, and and the dark words we may use, the, the, the um, hurting words. And so we have to create some rules of engagement. When we come back into the third segment, I want to talk about maybe what some of those rules of engagement might might be and I you're the perfect person to talk to so about <laughs> rules of engagement you're just a little bit about rules of engagement so you guys stay tuned rules of engagement up next here's today's two minute tip in this episode we're wrapping up a replay of the series navigating divorce differently exploring your choices along the path And today, specifically, we are talking about courageous Christianity in divorce. And you might be wondering about that. Folks, I want you to hear this. I, as a divorce coach, and this show don't advocate for divorce in general. Our goal is to glorify God first and foremost by helping you to save your marriage. The fact of the matter is that there are times when a marriage can't be saved. And when that happens, we want to walk alongside you through it. We want to help you pick up the fragments, put things together, and walk through the process courageously. Today, we are talking with Richard Mendelow, host of Courageous Christianity. I'm honored to be the wingman on Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendelow, where each week Richard and I talk about the intersection of our faith and the secular world, and together with interesting guests, we shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for Courageous Christianity. It's my belief that Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendelow can be another resource that you can turn to as you walk this path. So please join us. You can catch the show on this station, 100.7 FM KKHT, at its new broadcast time this week, 12 p.m. noon, Saturday, and online at kkht.com as well. You can also find all shows under podcasts under the Programs tab on kkht.com or on CourageousChristianity.today. Richard and I hope you'll listen in. As always, if you want to reach me, you can email me at Christy at ChristyStratton.com or call me at 281-944-8043. And please keep listening each week for another two-minute tip, all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. Hi again, friends. We're wrapping up a series called Navigating Divorce Differently that aired in 2020. Our guests provided such important insight into the divorce process that we wanted to share it again. We want to help you save your marriage, but if that can't be done, then we want to help you walk the path of divorce as your best self. Today, we focus on that as we talk about courageous Christianity in divorce. Stay with us for this important message. 
And we're back with Richard Mindelow, host of Courageous Christianity, right here on KKHT, Saturdays at 1030 a.m. And we are looking at divorce through the lens of faith. We've been in the Navigating Divorce Differently series for the last seven weeks. This is the eighth show and the bonus show. And I thought it was very important to take a look at divorce uh, through this as we're talking about the lens of faith, a spiritual perspective. When we were coming out of the second segment, we were talking about uh, rules of engagement. And as we're stepping now into divorce, we looked at marriage in the first um, first segment, talking about as you're stepping into, into divorce, having some rules of engagement. And the question that I would have is what maybe should be from a courageous Christian perspective, Richard, what sort of rules of engagement um, do you, should we have as we step onto this can be very scary battlefield of divorce? The more destructive the potential of some undertaking, some engagement, the more stringent the rules have to be. Mm. So in combat, the destructive potential is tremendous. Uh, we have rules of engagement that keep us focused on very uh, carefully thought out, limited objectives. The same must be true in divorce, where the destructive potential is just so far-reaching for children, for families, for friends, for the participants. And so in light of that, we have to govern ourselves very carefully uh, the marriage has come to an end. We talked about the fact that this is a mistake. And then we say, how do we want to go forward? Well, the very second you say, how do you want to go forward? You got to say, where do I want to end up? Right. And then the rules of engagement aren't just dreamed up at random. They're dreamed up to help you get to where you have decided you want to go. So, uh, you've taught me something where you say, where do I want to be in 10 years? This divorce thing seems all-consuming right now, and if I make it my life, I'll still be here in 10 years. Right. So where do I want to be in 10 years? And then arrange your rules of engagement to get there. So a couple things I heard you say, and I want to go back just quickly, because I don't think I've ever, um, maybe in the 53 episodes, uh, have spoken exactly to this. You said something about, um, we must be careful, uh, and I took from that intentional with regards to all of the participants and you said children and you said family, but I want to, there's something I say in the opener of the show every time. And every word that I say in the opener of the show is intentional and, and I want it repetitive because these are the things that I want listeners to be thinking about as they're stepping into divorce. And one of the things I say is it can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. This is not just you going through divorce. It may feel like it. You may feel like it's the, um, you're the only one on this battlefield, but in fact, there are many casualties that could be, um, in, sustained, yeah. in sustained, right. in in this combat, but there's also a different way to look at it. And that's really what we're here about is these different perspectives. And if we're looking at the perspective, what we're talking about today through the lens of faith 
and thinking about, and so this would be the second thing um, I wanted to comment on, as you said, where do I want to end up? And yes, absolutely. When I start working with a client, uh, even in the midst of divorce and they're, you know, litigating that sort of thing, I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm going, I'm going to talk to the person. I'm going to say, okay, where do you want to be in 10 years? Because that's in fact going to shape the choices today uh, as to mitigating um, the casualties. Right. I mean, it's as simple as a weekend car trip. If you don't get in the car with some understanding of your desired destination, you don't know how to get there. Right. And so this is not the event of your life. It's an event in your life. And you've talked on your show about the whole Yes. So H-O-L-E. H-O-L-E. So on this battlefield, there are these craters. And when you're getting divorced, you end up in one of these craters. Right. And how long you stay there depends on your mindset going in and the vision you have for your life coming out. And it's from that that we're going to have rules of engagement. That's what's going to shape how we decide to get where we want to go. Right. And from a Christian perspective, uh, what I can think of where, where I'm going to go, but you know, we've got people out there listening and maybe they're seeking, um, you know, divorce brings you to new awarenesses. Maybe you, maybe this is the first time you're, um, going, uh, talking to God. I mean, I think about the movie, eat, pray, love, and she's thinking about divorce and she's down in, if, if you've ever seen the movie, she's, she's down in her, um, bathroom and she's, she's saying, you know, Sorry, I've never spoken directly to you. And this is the first time she's ever yeah. prayed. And then, of course, she goes on this journey, spiritual journey, pray love. But this may be the first time somebody's really brought to their knees. And so what are some of those things that a Christian, well, or, or somebody who's seeking going through divorce? Well, do? we have to, in my perspective, we have to remember that the context is God's kingdom. And so the damage you do, you do within God's kingdom. You do to God's kingdom. Uh, In Afghanistan, we rolled around in our trucks and uh, we got out of our trucks with flak vests and and helmets and machine guns. And in divorce, you uh, have such potential within God's kingdom to do damage. So your ethics have to be Christian. For example... Settle your lawsuits quickly on the way to the court, or the judge might throw you in jail. That's a scripture. Um, It says, you know, be conciliatory. Uh, Help advance the process. Be forgiving. Be merciful. And I can imagine listeners out there going, how can I do this? My heart is broken. Well, absolutely. But what do you think? Combat's fun? Right. And that's when the rules matter most. And this is the irony. People say, I'm in this broken state. I'm doing, going through this horrible thing. I'm just going to let it rip. I'm going to get what's mine. I'm going to punish the people uh, who've hurt me. No. Right. That's the time at which we must be most ethical, most uh, disciplined, because the damage you're doing is to God's kingdom. Mm. And at some point, you're going to look back over your shoulder at this period, and you're going to either be proud of the way you conducted yourself or ashamed. I like that you're saying that it's, again, kind of pulling yourself away from, 
the person, he or she did this to me. That's how we started talking about the, the, the show, that when we talk about the yoke and focusing in on the spiritual perspective, then it's something that is um, outside outside of ourselves. Exactly. And so when we're thinking about what am I doing to God's kingdom in this, it's not just about I'm going to do whatever I can to make this person feel the pain I'm feeling. We're thinking about something larger than ourselves. I, I think the thing that I think the thing that I'm really getting here is this is and and listeners hear me on this. It's going to be hard to hear this for some of you, but it is true. There's such opportunity in this transition of your life to really um, maybe let go of some of the things that have held you back, learn through it and actually step out as a courageous Christian in this process and say, I'm going to do it this way. Right. And I'm going to husband resources. We're not just going to blow everything on lawyers and I'm not going to be acrimonious. I'm going to be forgiving. And here's one of the ironies. The two people least able to make good decisions in divorce are the two people charged with the decision making. I know. (laughs) It's such an emotional place. And we know from the fight, flight, or freeze reaction and the physiology that goes with it, we do not make good decisions. And we've talked a lot about that on this show. And so... uh, Now I've decided in addition to the fact that I'm not a great decision maker right now because I'm in this very emotional state, I'm going to be punitive. No, Mm -mm. no, none of that. So I think what we do is we say, took two people to get here. Nobody's perfect. There are a lot of things I could have done differently, better. Um, And so... I'm going to be contrite. I'm not going to be quarrelsome. I'm going to be a good steward of resources. I'm going to uh, think about others first. Uh, If I got here by selfishness, I'm going to make this time the beginning of change, necessary change that benefits everybody. What I'm hearing is what we talked about in the last show um, is when we looked at the hole, yes, H-O-L-E, the deep, dark hole that we can stay in. And what also has come up throughout the entire series is really this idea is the whole person coming out of this process, W-H-O-L-E. And again, we're hearing that even from a Christian perspective. So I've got to imagine um, some of the rules of engagement is, is also tactical elements, praying, reading your Bible, Um, putting yourself in good environments. Uh, And so there's some... Who's on your fire team? Who's in your squad? Exactly. If I'm not a good person to make decisions right now, who is? Yeah. And uh, if it's a financial question, well, then a financial person is. If it's a spiritual question, then a pastor is. And by empowering the people around us to make these, uh, to help and to give a... One thing I would end discussion of rules of engagement with is to say it doesn't count when it's easy no nothing counts when it's easy right and when we come back we're going to talk about those things that you those tactical uh things that you can do like listening to courageous christianity we're going to find out how you can hear uh courageous christianity when we come back into the last segment talk about some final thoughts so you guys stay with us um come on back 
hear a little bit more. Hi again, friends. We're wrapping up a series called Navigating Divorce Differently that aired in 2020. Our guests provided such important insight into the divorce process that we wanted to share it again. We want to help you save your marriage, but if that can't be done, then we want to help you walk the path of divorce as your best self. Today, we focus on that as we talk about courageous Christianity in divorce. Stay with us for this important message. I like those words, step into a new day. That seems uplifting, and it's a great thing to start segment four with. We're back with Richard Mendelow, the host of Courageous Christianity, right here on this station, Saturday, 1030 a.m. And Richard, we were talking about in the, as we were closing out the third segment, we were talking about how people can hear your show um, and how they could reach you. So... So Saturday morning, 1030 uh, Houston time on 100.7 FM, KKHT, the word, KKHT.com. If you prefer podcasts or if you don't get radio and you wanted to listen to it and uh, for podcasts, you can find us under the programs tab and podcast. Um, And then for me, uh, Courageous Christianity at gmail.com is probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. Perfect. So if you want to talk to Richard about the courageous Christianity perspective in divorce, um, uh, as I mentioned, Richard's been on the show with us several times, has talked about his experience, his combat experience, and then applied to divorce. And so definitely, you know, we're about bringing you resources here on the show. And as we wrap up this series uh, looking at navigating divorce differently. We've, we're talking about the Christian perspective, looking at divorce through the uh, lens of faith. And we've, we've, we've talked about, we started in segment one talking about marriage and that very quickly God creates the universe. He creates man, he creates woman, he creates marriage and boom, devil comes and attacks them all. So Marriage is out there to be attacked, and and our marriages are under attack. And so, first again, with in line with the 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 purpose of this show is, if you can save a marriage, then certainly, um, you know, do that. We talked about that. But if we come to that place of going, stepping into the divorce, creating lives apart, there's rules of engagement that we can use from the perspective of uh, Christianity. Maybe this is your first time really coming to Jesus and uh, seeking. So again, Courageous Christianity would be a great show to listen to. Um, You know, there's one I talk about. I know you've never, ever heard about it ever before listeners. It's called (laughs) The the Daily Hope with Pastor Rick Warren. I talk about it all the time because I love it because it's one of the things that's helped me draw closer to Christ um, reading the Bible, those sorts of things. Um, but you know, one of the things that's the, the reason, um, one of the reasons that this series even came about during the COVID-19 crisis was because I was uh, so-called listening in, if you'll call it on Facebook groups and things like that, hearing people talk about, okay, so you've, you're in the midst of divorce. Now you throw in a pandemic and you're at home, 
you're trying to co-parent or maybe, you know, even you're separated, but you're still under the same roof. You've got kids at home now. You're trying to homeschool them and whoa, right? So much. So my heart was really going out to people because divorce, the world doesn't just stop might feel like the world does, but crisis can come in. And so I just wonder from, you know, someone, Richard, who's been in combat on the battlefield, things I couldn't even begin to imagine, and someone who's gone through divorce, you know, things are coming at you all the time. You know, how do you stay in lockstep with Jesus through this? These are all great points. And uh, in combat, we talk about the human landscape and the geographical landscape. So the human landscape was the personalities involved, the enemy, the nature of the enemy, the forces that are available to us. The geographical landscape um, is the context, the battlefield, the way the actual battlefield looks. So COVID, for example, would be a part of the geographical landscape. It's um, the background uh, where this fight is going to take place. Mm -hmm. And then the fight is going to take place against this enemy. So we're using this metaphor to describe divorce. And so I have pictured in my head this battlefield, which has weather, and it's got terrain, and there's mountains, and there's COVID, and um, then there's the enemy, which is not necessarily the person you're divorcing, because that's not the way to look at it. But we, for our metaphor, we think of it like that. Right. And one of the things that we say is, Whatever your intentions, the enemy gets a vote. So in combat, the mm. enemy gets a vote. So you can have a plan for divorce. You can decide, uh, this is my uh, children's mother I'm dealing with, and I'm going to deal kindly and mercifully. Or this is my children's father, and I'm going to uh, deal in a forgiving way. And then you get this email, and <laughs> it, it sets you back. And, well, the enemy just had a vote. Right. The enemy just cast a vote. And we've got to back away from the situation. Uh, address it at a time when you're ready, not just reactively. Think about the rules of engagement, where uh, how you want things to be in the end, where you want to go. And then you address it in the right frame of mind. Because otherwise... All that will be left is uh, what the world decided you would have. You, your children wouldn't have the lives that you imagined for them after this process. They'll have what's left after everybody's done being mad at each other. And uh, we, we will have burned down all the buildings. We would have burned down the house and nobody gets anything. Well, this is God's kingdom. You just did that. in. So with all of that in mind, you just go forward, step into the process with this landscape, the human landscape, and with the geographical landscape. You step into the process and you say, hey, I'm going through this whether I like it or not. I can make this the worst thing of my life or I can make it the beginning of change. And like we talked about before, if marriage is building a life together, then divorce is about building lives apart. And I want to see everybody prosper and I want to see everybody do better. And so I'm going to make decisions accordingly. I'm going to act accordingly. I'm going to react accordingly. Our faith is not what we do for an hour on Sunday. 
It's what should guide us through these hardships. And so it doesn't count when it's easy. I can say I'm a Christian, but now there's bullets coming at me. Uh, I'm, I'm getting these emails. I'm getting these texts. How am I responding? Yeah, and I, I was feverishly taking notes here and kind of drawing a line back to how we started. But, you know, as we wrap up this series, Navigating Divorce Differently, I would guess many people who have thought about divorce, whether they've gone through it or not, they think it's um, that conflict, that litigation, that that sort of really deep, dark, scary hole that we've talked about. And it certainly can be. But when we're coming from the through the lens of faith, that is a choice. We talked about beginning, um, you've talked about this before, beginning with the end in mind. But is this an opportunity to na- navigate this, in fact, differently and create something that you can grow through? As you said, it's happening, right? And so what are the intentions you're going to have? How are we going to guide through through this? And here's where I really want to land as we wrap up this show today. And you may or may not Get it, and I'm I'm wondering you, as the host of Courageous Christianity, would agree with me, is in doing that, in choosing um, to make those choices as to God's kingdom for God's kingdom. That sounds courageous to me. In the middle of this battlefield, you're choosing something that may 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 not be tap- typical. It's different. Yeah, if I'm one of two people who is least capable of making good decisions on this divorce battlefield, it begs the question, who's the very best person to be making decisions on this divorce battlefield? And for me, the answer is Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. And so if in all things I submit, I bring myself to him and I say, Lord, I messed it up once by myself. I thought I was doing it all, and guess what? Here I am. So this time I'm gonna I'm gonna do it your way. Yeah, I say that often. I'm like, I tried it the other ways. Let's do it your way, God. <laughs> and, and then when you read the New Testament, where Jesus has a lot of his guidance, and he says to you, uh, "Be this, do this, don't do this." Uh, think about his nature. Think about his ethics. Those are the best rules of engagement, that, right there. Exactly. That's Look, the bottom I tried line. it my way. It didn't work. Now I'm going to do it his yeah. way. And yeah. what father is going to give his children guidance? And then when they do what he said, he's going to, he, he wouldn't bless them. Right. Who, who would? Well, I'm here to say as a walking embodiment of it, learning still gone through a divorce myself, uh, doing it his way. And in the book, bo- let's way. just do it his way. This is the opportunity. And, you know, I, as a g- divorce coach is that's one of the things that, Um, I really want to do is walk this path with people. And you talked about guiding and navigating, you know, we want to walk with them. And so I really hope that this series has helped our listeners. That's what we're here today. So folks, um, and Richard, thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for having Um, me. uh, Just thank you everyone for listening in today. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life continue to listen to us. You can catch us every Saturday from one to two right here on KKHT The Word.